Hey, Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Sorry, I always bop my head way too late. I'm just feeling the vibe. Feeling the energy? I got you, man. I understand that. Um, What better way to feel that energy than having game day as our movie review that got sent into us? Game day. But yeah, and and here's the thing. I just want to appreciate the person that sent this out to me. I just want to thank you for allowing us to be able to review your film and reach out to me. I'm glad that you're our favorite fan and everything that you reached out to me to review this film. And matter of fact, Game Day is about this Italian family out in Philadelphia. They're diehard Philadelphia Eagles fans, and they're getting ready to gather around the TV to watch the Philadelphia Eagles take on the Dallas Cowboys. But even though that's a rivalry team, they also have rivalries in their own family. And as the day progresses, more anger uh, progresses throughout that whole entire day. So that was another thing. And Charlie, yes, I know this is the wrong jerseys, but you know what? You had every opportunity to go in and present yourself with the Philadelphia Eagles so that way you could look fly on on our channel. But it's okay. It's cool. We're just going to hold down the fort. And I, think I, got my, I got my Brady jersey on. I'm ready to go talk about some game day. So anyways, uh, but yeah, like I said, tensions arises within this family. It's a very Italian family. And as soon as you wake up, you're actually introduced as soon as you wake up. Well, as soon as Zach wakes up, uh, we're actually introduced into Zach's life. And he goes down to the down to the kitchen. He sees his mom. And next thing you know, it they wind up yelling. Um, they, they wind up yelling at. Uh, he winds up yelling at his mom. So that was also another thing that winds up happening in like the first five minutes of the film. And then you have that whole entire deal before the, the game even starts. So you have that little bit of a setup with the plot line, but I'm going to let Alex talk a little bit about the whole entire setup on that. Yeah. So as soon as this movie starts, you you're immediately thrown right into the fire. The, the Zach and his mom just start going at it. And then the dad comes in, I think his dad's name's Ben and they're just having a firefight. And I, and I loved it when it, cut to uh, Jamie in the bedroom, just kind of sitting there listening to the argument, just kind of mentally preparing herself for the long day she's about to have. I was like, I was like, girl, I totally feel it. Sometimes you just got to sit there and be like, here we go. (laughs) Right. Exactly. That's all she's doing is just taking in that morning. It's like, here we go again. Another day with this family, with them fighting, with their dysfunctional selves and everything around the TV sets and everything, yelling at the TV and also yelling at each other. But, you know, one thing I have to say that I really appreciate with this film, though, is the fact that it's how relatable the characters actually are. You have the grandmother who's actually trying to keep this family together because the foundation is actually broken within this family. And then you also have her. She has cancer. She, she, she actually decided it's her time to go doesn't want to take anything for her cancer or anything like that and also upsets her son which i can understand why he would be mad at the fact that he could lose his mom someone who gave birth to him so that's also something that i really took into consideration because of the fact that my mom had cancer at one time but you know i can understand from his standpoint but he cusses out his mom in the uh in the kitchen and I'm like, wow. I'm like, I couldn't do that to my mom. Even though she, the, his mom's living with them, it just hit me. I'm like, okay, this is just how broken this family actually 
is. And I just feel for them because it's not so much of rooting for the characters. You're actually rooting for the situation to actually get better between them. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it is trying to find some type of repairedness within this foundation that's broken. And you wind up finding out through the whole entire family, they're broken. All the whole family is broken. They are going through their own issues, their own situations and stuff like that on this game day. And you just feel for them. Yeah, definitely. I I agree that I think that uh, Teresa, the mom is definitely the heart of the film. I, I love that. She was trying to like, like you said, just keep everyone together, keep the peace and, you know, put try. Also, I, I appreciate that she was putting everyone in their place. Like, hey, you're actually kind of being a jackass today. Here, da da da. You know, calling people out on their nonsense. And I was just like, take the take the medication, Teresa. I want you to stay stay alive through this. I need you to. Fi- we need you to fix it because these these people need help. Um, but I I was mostly rooting for her the the whole time, and I was also rooting for Vinny because that was like a, a hidden part of the movie that it was also his birthday. Like a lot of the focus was on the, on the actual football game. But I, th- I think I'm pretty sure that was intentional that, you know, like, Oh, also, also Vinny's birthday. I, I liked right. Vinny. Vinny is to me is the heart of the family as well. If you think about it, because he doesn't like the family drama that's surrounding him mm-hmm. or anything like that. He knows what he's walking into inside that house. As a matter of fact, with pregame, which is basically the sportscasters talking about the game before it actually happens. This is pr- now, I like how this is actually set up into like a football kind of scenario. You have your pregame, then you have your first quarter, then you have your halftime, and then you have your third and fourth quarter. And it raises the stakes each time whenever you look at it. So I thought that was pretty interesting on how they actually played around with that. And basically, it's the family prepping for this hell fest that's going to be taking place at their home because they don't want to even be there in the first place. You have, first, you have Vinny that shows up. And he's like, and you can tell, definitely tell he just doesn't want to deal with them. He just doesn't want to be there. The anxiety is really built up inside of him. And also, too, uh, even whenever the little kid comes up to him and hugs him, Uncle Vinny and everything, he hugs him and everything. He feels like, you know, that he's actually accepted a little bit. Then also, too, the grandfather is also mean to Vinny at this point because he actually ignore, ignores Vinny. And he goes, yeah, I just got a substitute teacher job. And and all he cares about on his cell phone is him betting against the Eagles the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. And even uh, Zach asked him, he goes, Dad, did you bet uh, anything on this game? No, I didn't bet anything. And you can tell that he's lying. So he's a degenerate gambler. That's what I'm looking at. It. He's a degenerate, which also might explain why they're not living in their own house either. Right. So that's what I got from that character. Mm. Yeah, I, I thought the actors did a really great job of showing the emotion on their bodies. Like, like, like we were talking about Vinny coming into the house. Like, you just see, like, his shoulders were tense. He was just, just the deep breaths. So I was like, I. Dude, I'm an I'm an anxious wreck too. Sometimes I totally related to that. Like the actors did a fantastic job of portraying those emotions, especially especially anger. They definitely got <laughs> anger down to a T. <laughs> anger was definitely they definitely got the anger down to a T. Anger, anger was definitely masterclass. If you want, if you need tips on how to be angry, watch this movie. They'll they'll show you the way. <laughs> 
it'll definitely strengthen your acting abilities. Let's just put it this way. If you're an upcoming actor and you want to learn how to be angry, watch this movie because this is going to have plenty of that in there for you to actually dissect. Mm-hmm. But then you also have, of course, the guitar player. Yeah, Marco. And I like how uh, I want to go back for just a minute here because of the fact that the grandmother is over there messing with the pictures. And it shows the little grandson, the one that's living with them inside their home. Then it shows a picture of Marco with the guitar. And it's giving us character placement and important characterization of characters without even showing them to us yet. We understand, okay, Marco's a musician. He likes playing the guitar. I like those little nods of an introduction before we actually get introduced into who Marco actually is. Because it's telling the story in the lenses of the grandmother versus the lenses that we're going to see later on. Because to her, he's a nice little sweet grandson that she always knew. Us, he's a little douche ball bag douchebag <laughs> that needs to be slapped around a little bit. Just saying. But, <laughs> but you know, whenever we're introduced to Marco and everything, he's over there and his anxiety's up. And he's also dealing with alcoholism, drugs. And also, too, he's trying to be discovered through through his music and stuff like that, too. And I wish I would actually showed how talented Marco was instead of them. T- I wanted to see that. I wanted to see how talented Marco was instead of them just saying, oh, he's a musician. He's a guitar player. That's something that I really would love to see. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've, been want, I've been wanting a lot of that, too. I was like, maybe just have him pull out the guitar during halftime. And just like like there were there was one moment where he was up in his room, in the in the attic I believe, and uh, he grabbed his guitar briefly. I was just like, "Oh, is he about to play us a little melody?" But he doesn't end up doing it. And oh, like I would like to have seen something like that, just in his private moments away from the anger, like something that gives him settle him down. Yeah, nice. that way we can see a different side of him rather than the the bitter and tired, like strung out musician. Right. And another thing, too, is I want to say this. Marco and his father are both similar in a sense. Because even though he said, oh, my dad's just a washed-up commercial advertiser and everything endorser. Well, you're also a musician who's trying to become discovered. Your father kind of has the same dream as you do. It's just a little bit different than mm-hmm. what yours is. And he has an agent. Yeah. You don't even have an agent yet. So at least he's trying to do something. And also, too, I don't blame Zach one bit for getting angry at Marco because he's without him, they wouldn't have food on the table if it wasn't for him mm-hmm. or anything. So that was something I definitely agree with when it came down to the argument between uh, Zach and Marco was the fact that he's a father. He's providing for his family. This is the best thing. And the only thing he knows how to do is to uh, do the commercial endorsements. And then the grand, his father's like, well, Maybe you should do what you were doing before. Maybe you should just go on ahead and uh, maybe you should just go on ahead and do what you did before. And, you know, <laughs> sorry, someone come busting in my room and they know that I record every single night at this time. It's like the ghost. The ghosts are back. <laughs> sorry about that. I do apologize. But, go. anyways, um, but like I said, the, basically what's going on is this. Um, Marco's just busting his father's balls the whole time. They both have the same goals, the same longevity, same everything. And you're discredit and you're also discrediting your father 
and also to the and the father, even uh, Zach's own father is like, well, maybe you should just go ahead and wait tables like you used to do. And that's not in his gene pool. That's not something he wants to do. Right. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought their relationship, like it, it definitely was a a two way street. Like, yeah, Marco was busting his dad's balls a lot, but at the same time, his dad was never really supportive of his dreams to be a musician. It was like, oh, so you know, him as the dad, he gets to follow his dreams of trying to be an an actor to be in commercials, but his son can't do the same. So I think, like, I liked how it dove into that. Like, yeah, your children are gonna feel resentment towards you if you are just constantly just kicking down their dreams. Like, and you know, we see that towards the end of the movie, their relationship gets better because his dad's more accepting. But like, I, I liked that aspect. I liked that they were exploring, exploring that. I was like, yeah, that, that's, that's realistic. A, a kid is not going to want, is not going to accept anything from a parent that doesn't support them, you know, no, like, not even not. just financially. Like, I, like, even though, we we all agree that that's a huge part. Like, yes, I'm grateful, you know, for my parents putting me, having keeping a roof over my head, having giving me food, having clothes, and all that. But also, you know, it does it does suck to be like, oh yeah, your dreams suck. You, you can't do that, <laughs> you know. So right. I, I, the only ones totally that were supportive is, of course, the grandfather. For some odd reason, the grandfather was, but it also feels like, too, well, I wasn't so supportive to my son's dream, so to way to make it up to him, I'm going to go in and support my grandson instead. Mm. And then even uh, Teresa winds up calling her husband out on it. So you're trying to live your dreams through him and make up for the time that you lost with Zach. Mm-hmm. Way to go. And you know, then of course you wind up having Teresa, who's who winds up saying, "You know what? You're gonna make it. You're gonna make it big one day," and just believing in him mm-hmm. and everything. And that's all he wants. He just wants someone to believe in him. And it's just hard for someone to believe in him whenever he has so much negativity around him. Right. Definitely. Yeah. It, yeah. It's you know, it's just believe, believing in someone, believing in your child goes. A long way. I'm not necessarily saying you need to like spoil them, you know, like and let things slide, but definitely be like, you can do it. Like, you also need to get a job and support yourself, but you can do it. <laughs> exactly. Because there's a lot of uh, wasted talent out there that has the talent, but you need a backup to support your dream. You can't mm-hmm. let that one thing make you think that you're going to get discovered. There's plenty of musicians out on the streets all the time hustling for that spot. Mm-hmm. You need to go on ahead, grind on the side, and also to make some money as your up uh, to free upkeep. Because if you're going to support that girlfriend of yours, you got to make that paper. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> but that's also another thing too. I don't like the way he talked to his girlfriend and everything either during that time. Yeah, that that one oh, that like stopped my heart when he called her a useless B word. I was like, oh no, what, bro? She's been supporting you the whole time, boy. What? Right? And I'm like, dude, uh, uh-uh, you just messed up. She and she was your ride back out of that nightmare home. <laughs> she was your ride home, <laughs> right? You know, and she, you just screwed that up. 
because he's like, come on, baby. Come on. I promise you, I won't do it again. I'm like, dude, you're going to do it again because I've heard this story over and over again from other uh, people like you. And she was actually smart enough to go, no, peace. Uh, I don't need you. Snaps her fingers, flops her hair, and walks away. And, exactly. You know? well, what's what's the actor's name? Mark, who plays Mark? Nick Nicholas Runfelo. I'm I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that. But yeah, he 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 did a great job uh, in those movies, just portraying that just broken human being. Like you know, there's a whole part of him that's uh, you know that wants to do better, but. He just doesn't know how. He never had that support system, so he's just, <clears throat> just kind of winging it. But he's winging it that's fueled by anger and resentment. So it's not. So it's like holding him back in in a lot of ways. And right. you know, he, Nicholas Runfelo. Once again, sorry if I mispronounced that. Did a phenomenal job portraying that. He definitely did. And another thing I want to talk about is Michelle and Zach. That's another thing. And Charlie said the whole cheating aspect is, didn't sit well with him. But there's something I want to talk about. And it doesn't give anybody excuse to cheat or anything like that. Okay. So I feel like he's very conflicted of his feelings towards Jamie and also through Michelle. Mm-hmm. And everything too. We see the conflict between them. Like he wants this, but he can't have that. He, can't, he wants his cake and eat it too, in a sense. But he's very conflicted about his feelings because he's so wrapped up in the past that he can't focus on the girl, the woman that he wants to be with, mm-hmm. or he thinks that he wants to be with. Mm-hmm. So glued in to Michelle. And I knew from the get-go with Michelle, though, that she wasn't going to go get that wine for Jamie, just out of spite. She was going to get whatever she wanted to get. I saw that coming. I was like, she ain't going to get the wine. <laughs> no. And she, Jamie wanted white wine. She probably picked that red wine. And then, of course, she winds up picking up that brandy. We talked about that, that scotch that Zach uh, winds up drinking. But here's the thing that I feel like it's a little bit of a shade to Jamie, though. And it's a metaphor. So he goes outside, drinks his scotch. She goes outside with him. Michelle falls behind him. And she said, oh, this is not the brand that you're used to. This is a new brand, meaning she's the old brand. This is the brand that she's used to. Jamie's the new brand, and that's how I. That, so that's metaphorically speaking of the fact with the conflict between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And the father is con- contemplating if he should cheat or not, mm-hmm. as well. And even the grandfather, even his own father, was like, "Look, do, do not do what you're going to do. You're going to mess that whole entire thing, everything up." If you do that, so yeah. he actually he's actually trying to guide him without yelling at him, and he goes, "You have that look in your eye. What look? I don't have a look. You have a look." And I liked how his father was trying to guide him, but he's very conflicted. He doesn't know what he wants. It's like he's settling for Jamie versus being with Michelle. With Michelle. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That 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 was so fr- that was frustrating for me to watch because like. Everyone calls it out. It's like, hey, yeah, I don't like how you look at Michelle when she's here. Like, you type, like, what? And then two minutes later, uh, just all googly eyed. I'm like, oh, they're che- like having drinks together and cheering in, in front of the family. I'm like, that's just disrespectful. Like, you know, you know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm all for, you know, like being connected with the mother of your, with, you know, the, 
mother or father of your child, you know, just for the sake of showing your children a good relationship. But like, that was, that was lightweight, creepy. It was because you can tell that what she was after. She wanted Zach and Mm -hmm. it didn't, she didn't care if she had a smack talk, anything, because don't forget when Jamie's down in the basement doing something, Oh, she's probably down in the basement because she needs to lose weight or something. I forgot the, I'm just, I'm not going for verbatim, but I remember it was like a a bust, busting her as well. Someone talks about my wife like that. My mm-hmm. house, like, bro. Hey, now <laughs> we're gonna throw. We're gonna throw down. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Get I'm the not boxing gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> but then I feel bad for Vinny again because his own mother gives him diet pills for his birthday. Yeah, that that part that part messed me up. I, I it was hard following the family di- dynamics a little bit. I was like, okay, Michelle is the mother of. Marco, but then when Vinny called her mom, I was like, "Oh wait!" When they said it was the son's birthday, I kept thinking it was the the little boy. Oh boy! Yeah, I kept thinking, "Oh, it was the little boy. It's not Marco." I was like, "Oh no, it's Vinny!" Like Vinny is Michelle's son too. I'm like, "Oh, okay." So that 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 was hard to piece together for a bit. And then, uh, I, uh, what what else was it? Oh, I think that was it. I think that's all I was confused about. <laughs> but, well, to be honest with you, when it opens up, you're automatically thinking that it's actually the little boy's birthday because he comes up to him, Uncle Vinny. But it's actually once they put the gift in his hand, he said, "Oh, happy birthday!" And so when Michelle gives him the gift, that's his mom. So I actually mm-hmm. knew that right off the bat. But to give your son diet pills on your birthday. And then also to, here's the thing: we're Italian family. I'm a, I come from a huge Italian family. Whenever I saw the raviolis, I saw the manicotti, I saw all that stuff that my grandmother used to make. I'm like, oh my god, I want to be with this family just for a few minutes before they fight. I just want some just, food. Just for that, <laughs> that, that that two minute section where it was showing the food, I was like, yeah, yeah, and you know, Vinny's like, he's helping himself, man. I'll be right there with Vinny, man. I'll be right there. But then you have Jamie, who's afraid for a weight because of the fact Michelle winds up body shaming her. You also have Benny, who's also being body shamed for his weight. This is just, you know, I just feel like that 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 was just sad to see them body shaming each other like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just it was definitely a toxic environment. Just this this whole household was toxic oh charlie geeking out huh john yep yep uh, we're talking about good food see yeah yeah man i i'm not italian but i do appreciate italian food it is delicious it makes me gain 40 pounds in one (laughs) sitting but that's okay where are the cheesesteaks well that's a good question because you're supposed to have philly cheesesteaks in philly and there's no uh there's no uh cheesesteaks at all in there was it <laughs> where was the Philly? that's right i was, uh, I was, I was I, watching this movie and i was like something's missing but what is it philly cheesesteaks oh my that's, god but you know what though it's italian food stuff like that so forget about it <laughs> <laughs> so you know i definitely like the fact that the grandmother is trying to cook a, to cook the food and everything and stuff like that 
And, you know, the dad was wearing a Pat- Yep, he was wearing a Pat's shirt, which makes me even like the father a little bit more. <laughs> Just a little bit. A little bit. But, you know, um, that's something that I have to say is very relatable is the Italian dinner scene and stuff like that. And then, of course, I felt bad for Jamie only having to get a little bit mm-hmm. uh, of food because of Michelle. And then, of course, Michelle tries to leave. And then when we see her about to leave, she makes another crack at Jamie. And Jamie and her, Jamie winds up hitting her. And she's already got a bruise already because of her abusive boyfriend of a douchebag, bald bag guy that she's with already put hands on her. I liked how she hit her on the same side of the bruise. It was like, I know this is going to hurt extra. Fuck. (laughs) like, dang. I was like, man, she didn't even like care. Take it from this side so you have something to match it. Like, you know, same side. Oh, cold blade. I was like, God, about time someone threw hands. I was waiting for that moment. <laughs> I, was, I was like, at the at the level of anger that these characters are showing, I'm surprised that no one threw, threw a, a punch or a slap yet. And then when that happened, I was like, there we go. All right. There we go. Now we got at least one punch in, so we're good. <laughs> Domestic right. abuse. But... Um, then of course we wind up having another scene where the father winds up getting it, uh, walks out of the house and starts lifting weights, which is a very Italian thing to do, because they actually do go outside and lift weights to uh, to blow up some steam. <laughs> so he was, he was he was pumping it too. I was like, ooh, there you go, dude. Look at that technique. <laughs> but um, what else? Well, there's also another thing too that I wanted to bring up was. Then we wind up seeing the mother, Michelle, go over to the bar, and she's hitting on the bartender while she's also talking to talking her ex-husband, Zach, into sleeping with her and being with her and try, trying to suck her in and goes, well, you remember this day when we met and we, you had that look in your eye? And you haven't had that look in your eye since, since I left. And I'm like, okay, this is where she knows she's playing with Zach's emotions. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the struggle because Zach's over there standing up with his hands over his head, being frustrated with it. And the whole reason why she even hit while why Jamie even hit him in the uh, hit her in the first place was because Zach and her uh, were actually pretty much close together, almost holding hands, and it pissed her off. Like I don't blame him. I would, yeah. And then, of course, Marco wants to go ahead and blame Jamie for that whole entire incident whenever it wasn't even Jamie's fault. Yeah. yeah I was, and, I, and I liked how Vinny was trying to be the voice of re- reason. And I wish they would have went more into it when Marco when Marco was going off like, oh, you you took my mom away from me and all that. And and Vinny was like, actually, mom's kind of shitty, dude. Like. Right. Like Jamie was the one who raised us. Like why like like and I, I thought they were gonna go more into it, but it just it just got like cut off by more more cussing each other out. Uh, I wish they got more into that because I was like, yeah, like I would like to see no. to be honest with you, that's one of the things that I feel like is missing. It's a little bit of backstory to some of some of them without the fighting and then go back into the fighting aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know, show a little bit of a bio of who they were before. Like, maybe a small flashback a little bit of who, where they come from. Yeah. And then go into it in present day, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But still, I thought the structure was there and the drama was there as to why they are fighting and why they have this crack foundation. 
Yeah. Because you have a father who is settling for a woman that um, that he thinks that he wants to be with. And that's, this is the life that he wants. Really, this is not the life he wants. Mm-hmm. No? And we're going to get into the no making up part in a minute, Charlie, because there is something I want to mention, like at the end of the film on how it ends and the way that it, and it does, because that's how life is sometimes. And I want to get, I want to get to that in a minute, but what else uh, did you want to talk about as far as. Yeah, I, hmm, you know, I, I did appreciate how, uh, like, like, like we've been talking about just how the characters were expressing these emotions. Like I thought I felt, I felt all the passion, all the rage that the actors were putting out into these characters. So that was really cool to see. Um, I, I also would have liked a little bit more of a little bit of a, a calm before a storm type of moment where, you know, like, like you said, not necessarily a flashback, but just a brief little history you know, just like, oh, remember when we did this? And, you know, just quick little snippets just so I it, I wasn't just thrown into the fire of the family drama. You know, I would have liked a little bit more detail on that, but, you know, I'll, I'll get more into my feelings okay. about that later. Okay, and then there's also another part where they decide to visit Vinny after he storms out of the house because Vinny just can't take it anymore hmm. with the fight, which I don't blame the guy. I mean... Here's the thing. I'm, I, I come from a huge Italian family. We have several different conversations going on at the same time at the cross the dinner table. And, and you don't know which conversation to partake in. So we'll just partake in everything that we're absorbing at that t- dinner table. That's just how yeah. we are. But, you know, Benny is the guy. He just gets up and leaves. And then they decide to go ahead and get give him the cake that his, the, that his grandmother wound up making, that Teresa made, and bring it over to him. And then, of course, him and Marco also gets into a little bit of a from as well because remember he winds up saying well boy he said you're gonna be hanging yourself from a closet i'm like ooh, and he just got dark real fast we took it there yeah and i feel like to me he wasn't trying to be mean to him he was just trying to show him some tough love if you keep going down this road that you're going on even though he didn't say it the way he did but it's like, if you keep going down this road with the alcohol, with the drugs, with everything, you're going to mm-hmm. die. You're not even going to have a music career before you before you even sign the deal. Exactly. And if you sign the deal, it's going to be 10 times worse because you have the deal, you have everything you want, and it's going to lead you into more self, uh, more of uh, the alcohol, more of the drugs, mm-hmm. everything. So that's what I got out of the whole entire vibe with Vinny telling him that. Yeah. It's like, you know, he has all this trauma, but like fame and money is just going to amplify it. Like it doesn't solve your problems, honestly. So, yeah, that was Vinny. Vinny, man, he was a treasure. I wanted more. I wanted more of Vinny. And like the birthday party should have been at his house anyway. It should be like, <laughs> hey, Vinny, we're all coming over and cooking at your place to celebrate you. Oh, like, yeah, you're going to have Vinny drive out. <laughs> <laughs> to house. be honest with you, I don't blame Vinny for wanting to go out that way because of the fact that all those people in there and every and he lives in a small apartment and they're gonna be fighting. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's fighting in the tiny apartment is just like right. hands are definitely yeah. being thrown. He doesn't want to clean that mess up. No, I wouldn't want to clean that mess up either. Uh, but you know, whenever you see the conflictation with Michelle and 
and everything too. And she goes, well, he doesn't want me. I'm just going to fling myself over to the, uh, over to the bartender now. And the bartender's over there enjoying himself. He goes, Hey, what's up? What's happening? He goes, I like your body. You like mine? That, uh, that's how I knew she, right. I was like, that's how I knew she was trifling. I was like, yeah, when she was talking to, to Zach at the same time she was at the bar and the, and the bartender was hitting on her. I was like, bro, man. Yeah. She's toxic. It's all, it's all toxic. It was, it was rough. It, that was, that was rough to watch because now, you know, she's playing a mind game. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, Anthony? It's always good to see you on here in the live chat, dude. Hey. Um, but yeah, um, ACS universe, go on and check him out on the YouTube channel. He has a great show over there, but dude, I just feel like that's how, you know, she's playing with the emotions to be honest with you of Zach. Mm-hmm. And she has him by the balls too. It's like he's living in the past. This guy's trying to break from the past, but you're reeling them in, and he can't move on because you're there. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing: I think that it could work where they could actually celebrate certain things together mm-hmm. if you just give it a little bit of time away from each other, and then going ahead and have the family together. You know? No, but. I- I, I, I like towards the end when him, Zach and Jamie have this conversation, she tells him that he's afraid to be alone. And like not a lot of movies touch on that because like that that's an important thing in in relationships is like you have to be good at being alone. Cause like if you can't even be just by yourself, like what makes you think uh, your a partner is gonna want to be with you? You know, I was like, that's like kudos to you, movie. It's like yeah, be alone. Like you should take time to build yourself into a better person before trying to have someone else deal with you. You know exactly. I like that. I like that aspect as well because she can definitely tell that he's just settling mm-hmm. versus um, him being with being with Michelle. If that's what he wants, do it. Go be with her. Don't be with me if you're just gonna settle just for any other thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's like don't don't be with someone just so you're not alone because then right. you're not really with the person you you like you know it's, yeah exactly um before we get even deeper into this i want to mention this our uh our sponsor we actually have a sponsor and it's sponsored by peer.com and it's a lot and here's the thing if you have a business you need a website what's the best way to get a website up and running choose a website hosting company that makes it simple like Peer Networks. Peer has 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of biz- of online businesses all around the world. Peer makes it easy for you with to do it yourself website building tools and features including simple drag and drop page design and they have guaranteed US based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year right now when you sign up with Peer Networks. You'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit peer.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's peer.com slash free using the promo code QUICKSTART to get started today. And now back over to our review. Uh, But, you know... I like that whole entire thing that it touched on. Don't settle for anything just because you're alone. And even my fiance said that 
to me before. She's like, if you want to be with me, be with me, but don't settle. If uh, Don't just be settling just because you're alone. And I like the fact that the movie touches on that and touches on deep things that movies don't really cut, do. And mm-hmm. even whenever, uh, when, even whenever I got the email underneath the description, it says that this studio actually touches on things that other movie studios don't necessarily touch on. And that's something that I really do appreciate that they did in yeah. this film, to be honest with you. And then it goes into what? Two years later. That's it. Time believe. jump. Yep. They time jump it. And you see a, fl- you see that Teresa's no longer there. He died of cancer. Uh, you actually see the coffin. And I'm glad that they didn't show Teresa in the coffin or anything like that, like every other movie does. They just give us a little bit of of just a little bit of a nod that's saying that there's something's going on with yeah. Teresa. She's not here anymore. And also, too, the father also mentions to the grandson that Teresa is no longer with us. And he goes, well, can I go with, with you? He goes, no. We, where she's gone, she, you can't be with her or anything. And then he's off traveling, doing his own thing, stuff like that. And I like how they mentioned that as well. I thought that was good that they mentioned it rather than showed it. So I like that aspect. And then, of course, it goes into now the father is actually um, waiting tables again. He's a bartender again. And you also see Marco. He's actually sober. He's cleaned up, a lot more less tamed. They're not uh, fighting anymore or anything. It seems like they're getting along a little bit. But I'm going to let you talk more about that. Yeah, I don't know. Time jumps are hard for me. Sometimes they're, I feel like they're hard to pull off right, correctly. I mean, because there's a lot of stuff that happened, a lot of character development that happens within that time jump that you don't get to see. Like, I would have liked to have seen a conversation between Zach and Marco, you know, like for them to come together. Like, I'm sorry. I've been a crappy father to you. I'm sorry. I've been a crappy son. Like, like result. I would have loved to have seen that instead of it just being like, they're better now, you know? And then the same thing with uh, the grandfather. I, I would have loved for like, not to see, Teresa die. I don't. I don't want. No. I don't need to see that part. But just, but just him like coming to the realization like I've taken my wife for granted, and now she's gone, and now I'm going to go out and live my life in a better way. Is like I would have. I would have preferred to have seen that rather than just be like, and this is happening now. You know. So I was. I was disappointed with that time jump, and then with with Zach, like I know he didn't want to be a waiter and all that, but just, just that end scene, he looked so miserable. So I didn't know how to feel exactly when the movie ended. Cause he just looked pissed off, just sad. And it was, and I was just like, Oh, and then it ended. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. And even Charlie, here's the thing, Charlie, I was actually wondering about Vinny myself because they don't even mention Vinny which is something that I really wish they would actually touch on because Vinny was the important thing of the family. If anyone was going to help with the foundation, it was going to be Vinny if the grandmother passes away. You know, I felt like that he was actually the heart and soul of the family as well. Mm-hmm. I think that they, they would have actually, he would have actually been the glue to put them together still. And, but 
here's another thing though with the time jump. I like how the how Jamie uh, made up with Zach. Now she's with the person that she wants to be with, and then of course Michelle and him are together now, and they made up, and it's two years later. They're all in their own happy places, like life is. Life is not what you think it's going to be. Mm. You think that you're going to be with this one person, and life winds up taking into another course. And that's exactly what this is. You're not rooting for these characters. You're rooting for the situation to get better. And the situation does, in fact, get better for them in a certain aspect of it because Marco's clean. He's working for his dad. Uh, you actually have Jamie, who's happy, and he's, and also, too, uh, Zach's actually sacrificing his own happiness for her so she can be happy. Mm-hmm. So you're having a, uh, having Zach, who's actually being, who's sacrificing everything so that way she can have her, so that way Jamie can have his own, her own happiness. And yeah. then, even though Jamie may not like it, but she's also doing the same thing and compromising also, too, well... Now he's happy with Michelle. So therefore that's the life that he has now. It's the life as of separation between the two of them. Time has come. They it healed. But as for the job with waiting tables and doing that again, I know that that was not the job he wants. He was miserable. I get that. But this is just me talking here. I think this is just him saying, you know what? Oh, this is what I'm going to do for a little bit until I can get back on my feet again. Everything and get those commercials like I want. Um, Charlie says, I had no idea that what actually happened at the end. Did Zach get the announcer uh, job or what? That was really confusing. And it was rushed. Wait, Zach ended up back with Michelle, who just amplified my confusion. I was wondering Here's that thing. too. I'm like, he, he got back with Michelle? And you know why I think that he did? And I'll let you, and then after that, I'll get to your point in a minute, too. It's about who you're comfortable with, and who you mm-hmm. feel safe with, and what you know. That's all he knows. He just knows Michelle because of the fact that he has the kids with Michelle. That was someone in his past life. He's too afraid to try something new because he's thinking maybe the life, basically, if he tries something new, that maybe he might ruin it. Mm-hmm. At least with Michelle... He knows where he stands with her versus somebody new. Mm-hmm. That's just what I'm thinking. It's like going through an abusive uh, relationship. Oh, I, I I thought I thought he didn't go back to her at all. Like I thought he was doing what uh, Jamie was saying, like facing his fear of being alone. He was just being his own man. Essentially, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna." Work at this restaurant. Is he? I also thought. I also felt like he was the owner of that restaurant because he was just kind of running the whole show and paying for their meals, paying for uh, Jamie and her husband's meals and all that. So I was like, I was like, well, he, he he's doing something with his life. I and he's like working on being alone. That's that's what I thought happened at the end of the movie. But um, there's a, I, I have to talk about this one scene because it, it it made me. It made me laugh, and it's not supposed to make me laugh, but <laughs> it was like right when um, Marco and Jamie, they're both getting ready to leave the house, and they have like a brief little conversation, <laughs> and Marco's just like, you know, it's all your fault, you bitch. And then, and then Jamie's like, well, 
I hope your music career goes well. And he's like, thank you. Hope everything's good for you. And then they just leave. <laughs> and I was just like, wait, you just called, he just called you a bitch. And then you're just going to be like, all right, well, have a good night, bro. Like you too. Sometimes it takes to be the bigger person, or that she's just being sarcastic. I was like, I, <laughs> I, I, I hope, I hope it was. Uh, I, I'm pre- maybe it was her being sarcastic, but I don't think it was because it seemed like, God forbid. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like I, like I, I don't think I, I just that that sudden shift was was funny to me. I was just like, man. She was like, "I'm no, I'm not doing this with you, Marco. Just, I hope, yeah, I hope, I seriously, genuinely hope everything works out for you." And then he didn't know how to respond to non-conflict, so he's like, "Oh, thank you. See you right. later. Good day, then. Right? Oh. oh, you're not, you're not battling me today. Okay. Uh, I there, there, you know, there are a lot of aspects. You no, know, if I can get into it, yeah, yeah, talking about this movie that that I liked." Um, I I wanted to like it a lot more. This is what what kept me at a distance was the just the constant conflict between the family members. Like I would have liked for it to have you know just some breaks in between the tension. Like because like as soon as the movie starts, you're they're coming at you like cussing each other out and all that. And it was, it was a little too much for me. Like I, you know, I, I totally believe realistically in a dysfunctional family, like that's just how conversations happen. But in terms of like storytelling in a movie, it, it was just keeping me at, at a distance the whole time. Like I wasn't able to really get to know the characters as people. Like I only knew them as angry people. (laughs) Like I didn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get to know them. They were, like, like how they were doing to each other, like keeping each other at a distance, but, you know, hey, fuck off, get away from me. You know, they were doing the same to me as a viewer. So I could never quite get to know them. And I wasn't really attached to anyone except Vinny. Cause Vinny, Vinny was the most chill throughout the movie. So I was able to, I was able to relate to him. I was like, okay, me and Vinny, that's my spirit animal right now. Like, we were able to connect, but like, I, like I wanted to connect with Zach. I wanted to connect with Marco, but it was just, just the constant yelling and anger is just keeping me at bay. So I couldn't, I couldn't enjoy this as much as I wanted to. I understand, man. I mean, here's the thing though, too. I actually know families like this because I'm actually from Boston. So of course I know uh, Italian families and stuff like that, because that's what I'm surrounded by. Mm-hmm. So of course I can relate to it, but it's also about to like who you can actually be around and who you can to actually chill with. Versus your family members, because I'm sure there's family members that you don't jive up with, that you and everything. So therefore, if there's someone then in your family that's totally chill, you want to chill with the person that is laid back. So that's what I got from that. Um, Dean says, I do like your insight, guys. We should have had you over for the game as well. Thanks for diving (laughs) deep. Blessings. Hey, save me a cannoli. Save me some raviolis. I'm there, dude. I'm there. <laughs> so Yeah, you know, as long, as long as there's no hard feelings for the Raiders beating the Eagles this year, we can hang. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for Thank you. Yeah. Having us on. Seriously. Seriously, Dean, you you guys did a great job with what you guys had and everything. Matter of fact, I would love to have you guys on the show sometime so I can actually so we can all interview you. Uh, this movie 
to me is a movie that needs to be told in a sense because of the fact that you're dealing with a lot of emotions. You're dealing with um, you're dealing with grief. You're dealing with also too cheating, divorce. You're dealing with so much emotional stuff into one movie and I believe that it showed throughout the whole entire movie with the characters on what they're dealing with and I appreciate what they did with mm-hmm. it, you know and I can't say enough about how much I enjoy the performances the direction from this uh, the dialogue flow the characterization of the characters which I think is very important when I'm watching a movie is to have the characterization of the characters I believe that was really good and well said uh, seriously you guys did a phenomenal job. I can't praise you guys enough. And thank you for allowing us to review this film Definitely. and taking thank the time so out of our night to be able to review it. Uh, thank you so um, much for the opportunity. Thank you. Definitely. And Dean says, anytime, passion, passion. Thanks again for the intelligent takes. We give it our all. We gave it our all. And it shows. It shows within it your shows. work itself. Yes. We also have some um, Raider trash talk in the comments. Yeah. If, uh, John, if you don't mind uh, banning this this Charlie guy. Yeah, I don't know comments. Charlie too much, so I think I'm going to go in ahead and hit the ban. Block him. Yeah, we don't need him. That you guy. know. You know what? I'll even do that in our group chat though too later on. <laughs> be no this is just strictly talk. Patriots and Raiders talk tonight. This is not uh, Fly Eagles Fly. I understand 41 to 33, but guess what? That was in the past, Charlie, and I do respect <laughs> the Eagles. But they're not even in the playoffs today, this present day. <laughs> okay. So, no. anyways, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to say or anything like that, Alex, as far as this no, film goes? N- no, n- no th- uh, other than um, go Raiders. But <laughs> You're right. Sorry, the I, I have one last time. Even though we're not in the playoffs anymore, I just, I was just one last time. <laughs> it's, it's okay. So, anyways, Alex, where can everybody follow you at? Because I know, you're, matter of fact, you're actually our new co-host for Movie Lovers Unite. So, I know that you have other stuff that you actually do outside of our channel. So, he ain't Charlie. Let me just tell you something. Brady's playing one last time for one day as a Patriots fan, so he can play as a Patriot and retire as a Patriot. So therefore he's still a Patriot. The, the, the football trash talk is still going on here. Welcome everyone to the last <laughs> 10 minutes of the section where we just talk mess about our favorite football teams. <laughs> right. Harley is going in on us in the comment section, in the live chat. He should not be talking. No. Uh, okay. Yeah. So where can everybody follow you at when we're not smack talking each other? <laughs> We're not smack though. Um, you can, you guys. <laughs> besides, on Movie Lovers Unite, you guys can also find me at A Town Reviews on YouTube, um, and you can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. See what I'm up to. Uh, chat me up sometime at A Town Alex Three, and yeah, hit me up. Let's chat. Let's talk about movies, and I look forward to seeing you guys. And also follow me on Movie. Follow us at a uh, Movie Lovers Unite. Exactly. And guys, like Alex said, just go on and follow me underneath Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook and as well as well on Pinterest and on Instagram as well. And if all the all another thing too, I want to bring up too. If you guys want to go on ahead and head over to Good Pods. Good Pods is basically 
uh, social networking for podcasters to be able to interact with other people that listen to podcasts and things like that too. So if you guys want to go ahead, rate us over there, rate individual episodes and things like that. And also too, uh, if you want to go ahead, if you're feeling generous, I understand the pandemic has put holes in the people's pockets or whatever, but if you're feeling generous, Go ahead, go to gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast, donate five to ten dollars over there. But guess what? Over here in Movie Lovers Tonight, you can actually do some other things aside from that. You can go ahead, smash that subscribe button, smash that like button, smash that share button, and smash that bell in the bottom right hand corner to allow you guys to know when we have something new coming out. Then also, too, go on ahead and follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter and then underneath Movie Lovers Unit Zero on TikTok as well. And then, of course, guys can go on ahead and Rate us over at Apple Podcasts and on Spotify as well, because now there's actually a rating system over at Spotify, and that's us for new people to go ahead and discover us, so that way they can actually enjoy Movie Lovers Unite. And let's see, Dean uh, says, thanks gang, go birds, and we will have you over one day for lasagna and family. Hell yeah, man, hell yeah. (laughs) Yes, Yes, down, down for that. Hey, no more crap talking for the Batman movie, okay, Charlie? I love that. That movie's going to rock. I don't care what you say. That movie's going to be great. Charlie, Anyways. <laughs> no, love Charlie. Love Charlie to death. He's- I do, too. Charlie's great. <laughs> and we're both going to be in trouble by the time we get back into the group chat. So let's see what happens. Um, always until next time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. Thank you so much. Everyone in the comments section. Thank you, Dean, for everything you've done for this movie. Thank you to the directors, writers, producers of this film. And always until next time, guys, have a great and safe night. And I'll see you back over here tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, as I have the cameraman from Dexter coming on. And Charlie and I are going to be not smack-talking against each other tomorrow night. We're actually going to be respectful. And we're going re- to interview Eric... Um, going to go ahead and interview Eric Fletcher from Dexter, the SOC from Dexter. So, always until next time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. We appreciate everybody, and good